Hey, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by Josh. Dragon Sword. And it's morphin time. So we're finally going to be talking about something that I mention all the time on this pod, uh, Power Rangers. Uh, recently, Netflix uh, released a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 30th anniversary reunion special that um, had reunited most of the original cast and most of the people from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series that would have been able to get on there or who uh, chose to go on there. Um, it did uh, kind of miss out on like Bulk and Skull, which kind of bummed me out a little bit, but there was a little cameo of them on there. Um, they, they were anyway, on the yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Power Rangers, as most of our listeners know, a uh, big part of my childhood. Uh, still pretty much watch it every once in a while. I kind of know a lot of the shit just because it's ingrained in my head. Um, yeah, so that's probably like the one thing I probably know the most about is, is Power Rangers, to be honest with you. Um, but Josh, I know you also, as a child, uh, were a fan of the franchise. Uh, you go into a little bit of uh, what you like about it, or you know what you started watching. And um, are you are you that big of a fan of it? Because I know you said you watched it before, and you know a lot of stuff that I know, but I just don't know how big of a power rangers person you are. So first and foremost. I am a Tommy fan, uh, you know, like the movie. I, I say we probably going to end up dedicating this one to uh, Tommy and Trini because, you know, unfortunately, Jason David Frank is no longer with us. And, uh, you know, so when Power Rangers started, um, I was a Voltron fan. I've always been a Voltron fan. And I was like, this is just like a weird Voltron ripoff. And I mean, even as a kid, like I knew that about like dubbing and, I was like, this is a Japanese show and, and they're just like, you know, making American stories and putting shit on it. Um, I didn't like the original season one, like probably the first 12 episodes. Um, okay. And then when Tommy showed up, I remember they did like a fucking giveaway through, I want to say Burger King, where you could get like the entire miniseries of Green with Evil on a VHS tape. And yep. it came with like a Happy Meal toy. So I got that. My cousins were into it. And I watched that. And I was like watching Tommy fuck up the Megazord in the command center was like the greatest thing ever. And my cousin cried. I still give him shit about it to this day. I loved it. Um, then I kind of fell out of favor with it until Power Rangers went primetime in season two. And that's when they brought in Lord Zed. And the stories just started getting much better. The stakes were higher. They, they got rid of the original Dinozords. Um, they end up getting new powers. Of course, they looked exactly the same in the first series, but um, so I stayed with it there. And then pretty much season three, which of course leads into the end of the original series and goes into Zeo. I thought that that was just insane writing. I was completely hooked. Um, I don't think I've seen anything that unpredictable and off the wall until Gotham. Like, season three of power rangers whether you think it's good writing bad writing or what the fuck it's just insanity like there's a hog man there's alien fish people rita's father rita's brother they bring in shit from the movies but then they're like oh the movie's not canon and 
They're like breaking fourth walls or getting new powers. Uh, they bring in Cat, who has always been my favorite Pink Ranger. Everybody always had a thing for Amy Joe Johnson for Kimberly. I think Kimberly is a terrible character, and Amy Joe Johnson is just not my type. She reminds me of like somebody's little sister. I was head over heels for Cat Sutherland. And after we saw her in the reunion movie, like Sarah had never seen her before because she's not in the original movie. And that's pretty much all that Sarah had seen outside of a few things of the show. I was like, oh, no, no, you, you got to see when this chick showed up. She was a fucking knockout. So we watched uh, Different Shade of Pink and she was like, yep, she's a hottie. Um, but yeah, from there, I watched all of Zio um, and it ended pretty stupid. And then they were doing a big thing where the next movie was Turbo, which would lead right into the show. I did not see the Turbo movie at the time, so good on me. Uh, I watched, like, the first episode, and as soon as they brought in Justin from Power Rangers, I was like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. I really like the theme song. I'm not going to watch this. And I basically skipped, like, all of Turbo, and then um, I don't know what it was, but I, I was super hooked on In Space, so I never went back and watched all of Turbo. I watched a few episodes here and there. But like when you could get bootleg Power Rangers DVDs of series they never released, I got like a complete series set of In Space in 2005, and I still have it. I've since upgraded it because that is barely watchable, but I, I still have it. And uh, to this day, In Space remains my favorite. And then after that, you know, at this point, I'm in college. Um we watched Mystic Force, which is pretty cool. And then by the time we were graduating, SPD was on. And it was like in the future. And there was like a dog robot. And we thought it was the stupidest shit. So we got completely hammered. And we wrote out a spec script, power sets, and Megazords for Power Rangers STD. And uh, the morning after Megazord, which is the central panel, is a birth control pill circle. It was like it was the favorite thing I ever invented in college. So one of these days, I got I got to find the spec scripts because we did like little comic books, and I'll send that shit to you. Yes, you got to find that because that shit sounds hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah. I used to I used to like pretend like uh, when I was a kid. Obviously, I'm a few years younger than you, uh, so I didn't like. Uh, so when it came out, I was like almost three. Uh, and pretty much like right before Tommy came on was like when I started watching it. Um, so it really wasn't day one per se, but I did end up watching all those episodes later on because I ended up putting them on like individual tapes. Um, and so then I would end up getting those tapes for like birthdays or Christmas or whatever. And I would end up watching like day at the dumpster and, uh, you know, high five and Zach, happy birthday, Zach, which is my favorite episode mm. of Power Rangers. Uh, um, even though it's a good episode, love, yeah, even though I love the Green with Evil series, uh, miniseries, and that is my favorite, like, overall Power Ranger thing. Um, if I had to do a single episode, it would definitely be happy birthday, Zach, just because, yeah, I don't know, it's just like a really cool episode, and I like, um. Uh, uh, that stuff like that and everything like that. Plus, Zach is like a really cool character that they, I don't know, they tried featuring him, uh, but they kind of focus more on Jason and Tommy. Um, and even Billy, to an extent, got more like... Well, uh, but I always... 
Zach as a character. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that ties directly into this movie and we'll get to that. But yeah, no, Zach was always like the best background character, but they put the mm-hmm. focus on Jason because he was the red one. He was the leader. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Jason and, sucked. Yeah. And, and before, uh, um, before uh, Tommy came around, when he would become like the de facto, like second in command, when Jason wasn't around, it was Zach. Zach was always yeah. the second in command whenever Jason wasn't around. And that's why I like, and, and we'll get into it, but pretty much Zach is like the leader of them in this yeah. one, which I, which I really liked. And I'm really glad that they did that, especially with all the stuff that happened with uh, Walter and Michael Jones. Uh, Austin St. John and then uh, Twee, who um, you know gets honored in this in this special because she passed away in 2001 in a car crash. Um, yeah, I know, actually, I never knew the details. I looked into it. It wasn't just yeah. a car crash. Um, oh, really? basically, the paramedics on scene because it was another country. Um, they basically killed her, like on the scene. They they shoved the tube down her throat and nicked something, and she bled out. Oh wow! Yeah. So don't get in a car crash in another country. Yeah. But um, and then obviously um, so uh, so I guess I haven't been reading a lot of the stuff online, but apparently Josh, you were saying that people were saying this was filmed after um. Jason David Frank died. Uh, yeah, but it was so, actually, like all, all the uh, the show sites have been doing yeah. their little spin, and a lot of the reporting that this was after. And I mean, I looked it up. You're right. You know, of course yeah. you were right. Uh, they did approach him, and he just said he wasn't going to come back. And I mean, to his credit, he came back for not only a whole nother show after he had basically retired because he comes back for Dino Thunder, which got me back into it because I did. I after in space, I was done. Um, I tried watching, was it Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue? I was like, ah, I don't give a shit. Like, in space, yeah, those, mistakes. Yeah, those, I, uh, I, I, I pretty much stayed on just because it was Power Rangers. But yeah, I didn't really like Lost Galaxy or Lightspeed at all. Um, and then I kind of stopped. And then when I, when I heard, actually, I think my brother was watching it. And I was like, oh shit, Tommy came back. And so then yeah. I started watching it with him because I'm like, oh shit, Tommy's back because I love Tommy. And, well, I watched. Um, I watched yeah. Time Force, and then you know Time Force has the the first Forever Red, so you get your yeah. tie in with uh, Wild Force, Wildstorm, whatever it was. Uh, so that yeah. was like the first time that Tommy really came back, and then he came back for a whole series with Dino Thunder, and Dino Thunder was actually pretty decent. Um, and then you know again like he's gone, and they just they I mean you know we should mention like South Park, this shit has been on for twenty nine years now. Yep. I mean, they just, you know, like The Simpsons has always been on. And I've never heard anyone say, like, you know, there's a point you can watch The Simpsons past pretty much it's agreed upon season 12. People mention like a thing here or there from like season 14. But after that, it's just unanimously agreed, like, it's not even worth watching. No one can even identify an episode unless it's like a deep dive YouTube video about the just complete demise of The Simpsons with Power Rangers, with South Park. And South Park just kept hitting strides and coming back. It's still coming back. But with Power Rangers, it's like for every two forgettable seasons, they would end up doing something really good again. Because right around the time of, I believe it was Mystic Force, they moved everything to New Zealand where yep. like their budgets are non-existent. 
Um, and, and they also just have like for, a new cast of kids like every two years. There was also union reasons too, because it's a non-union show. Um, yeah. So I think by them filming in Los Angeles and in Hollywood and not being a uh, union show um, was really hurting them um, at first. So that's that's another reason why I think they moved to New Zealand because they're a little la- more lax on all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So so pretty much they've been filming in New Zealand. I think for like the last like I don't know ten twelve years something like that. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, so getting back to this particular show, so uh, we'll set the scene for you. I'm going to kind of do my Justin uh, plot summary just because, honestly, there's not really a whole lot of a plot anyway. It's only a little less. It's like 58 minutes, I think. Um, so it's yeah, not, Sarah not happy about the runtime. She thought it was going to be a full Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought originally when they said it, it was going to be like at least 75 minutes. But um, yeah, no, it, it was only uh, 58 minutes, and I was kind of bummed about that. But I'm like, hey, and you know, I, I was watching uh, Andre the Black Nerd, um, uh, his review, and um, honestly, I kind of go with his sentiments of like, we didn't even think this was going to happen at all. So it's like, I'm just happy that they got an hour out of it, you know, and then it kind of does set things up if they wanted to go anywhere and if it does do the numbers that netflix and hasbro wanted to do then maybe they could you know bring something else back or they could spin it off into something else but um well so what's weird and we're gonna get into it now but like you know unfortunately there's not much to say about the actual content um, yeah. What's really weird is you and I know like pretty much all the, the continuity, especially for the original series, and we were mm-hmm. even saying back and forth, like, well, this shit doesn't explain, this shit wouldn't work. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me if you agree with me on this, because I have seen like one other person say it, but I think this was made as one of those, like, you know, almost like one of those, those legacy requel type things where everything that came after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it's extraneous, it didn't matter. This was a direct, like, remake sequel of just Mighty Morphin, but, like, only season one. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tommy's there, well, but, like, think, barely. Well, I, um, think, I, think what they, I think what they were trying to do, because they did mention, like, the Z-Wave and stuff like that. I think well, everything... They didn't, they didn't explain it. Paid. Like, nobody, none, yeah. nobody would know what the fuck the Z-Wave was. Sarah's like, what's that? No. And I was like, that's yeah. what Jordan died. Andros killed him. Yeah, I know. So uh, I, think, I think in their minds, anything after In Space isn't like isn't like true canon because there's no zordon um so i think well, they were going to take it back because there's a couple the... there's a couple mentions to shit but my biggest yeah. complaint and observation was billy i hated yeah. hated season one billy when he was like all like yeah. super nerdy and he would use stupid words and then like you know he had the rad i mean all right cool they brought back the rad bug but yeah <laughs> as time went on just because david yost got older and he was really pissed off behind the scenes. Billy had a complete personality change. By the time of Zio, he's like de facto leading the team. And he's just like completely like this manly dude. And he's kind of a gruff asshole. And yeah. like anytime Billy would show up after that, you know, until he finally did leave the show, that was his personality. That was his demeanor. Yeah. They even had episodes about like, well, Billy, you're working too hard. Billy, you're being a dick to people. In this movie, it was like, season one billy all over again well that 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 main reason and um that's a little behind the scenes stuff is that actually uh david yost was a consultant 
um, and a producer on it. And actually, uh, when I was, because uh, I was watching, uh, so Kat um, and uh, the girl who plays Tanya um, do a like YouTube show where they like watch Power Rangers stuff and they interview people from the Power Rangers universe and from the franchise and uh, you know come up with that kind of stuff. Um, so they did like basically um, Tanya interviewed uh, Catherine uh, Sutherland about you know her time on the thing and she not only did she um, confirm that. Austin, St. John, D Jason David Frank, and Amy Jo Johnson were offered to come back, and they all refused it um, or turned it down in some way. Um, she also mentioned that um, David Yost was not only a, uh, like a consultant and a producer on it, but it was actually kind of his idea that he brought to Hasbro and and um, not really Netflix, but I guess more to Hasbro, um, this idea of like a reunion thing and he could get like certain people back at least. And, you know, he's talked to people at conventions. And I guess it was kind of his brainchild essentially to try to get this thing going. So I guess he was kind of like a, like a, like a main force in this thing coming to fruition. So oh, kind of okay. makes sense why, kind of makes sense why Billy is also another key character in this because, you know, he kind of, well, you I mean, know, they, they just completely, oh, oh. like, rewrote all of his canon history after, you know, the main series, and yeah. now he's just, like, 54-year-old Tony Stark, and he yeah. basically just rebuilt everything. Yep. And then, uh, so basically what happens, the, the gist of the story is, is that the original six rangers um, are there, and they're fighting a robo-Rita. Uh, so Rita Repulsa, who was the villain in seasons one, two, and three, um, she uh, she was had, in the background all the way up to space because I mean it's the Zordon yeah. that turns her human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she uh, after after Zio um, and when the Machine Empire kind of shoes her away, she kind of disappears until in space, really. But yeah. Um, but anyway, so. Um, so yeah, so the when Zordon dies and in space, um, it turns her and Lord Zed into like good humans or whatever, or good people. Um, yeah. And so what happens is now there's a robot. Um, there's a robot version of her uh, causing havoc with new putties and stuff like that. So uh, we're led to believe, um, even though they don't really say it at first, but it's the original six. So it's Jason. Uh, Jason, Zach, Billy, Trini, uh, Kimberly, and Tommy, who are oh, yeah, all they, they definitely call out their names and they play like archive. Audio. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and so then, uh, what happens is Rita, the robo Rita is about to kill Billy. Um, she has like this big, like, you know, thing coming out of her staff, you know, and it's going to be like taking out Billy. And, yeah, she says uh, she's going to channel enough evil energy for a spell that'll actually kill for once. Yep, and also, fun fact, they uh, they use the word kill in, in this special, which is a first for Power Rangers. Oh they yeah, they use it a bunch of times, and uh, yep. they, they confirm that Rita has killed people previously. Yeah, but they, but they never, like, they've never actually used the word, though. They've always said destroyed, or they were lost. Or something like that, but they've right. never actually. Well, I mean, it was Fox Kid, yeah. and then it was Disney. Yeah, so. I, I just, I'm just. Anyway, so um, getting back to the point. So basically, what happens is Trini, 
uh, jumps in front of Billy as um, Rita is trying to take him out, and she gets thrown off a cliff, and she dies. Um, and so this is their way of killing Trini off, uh, you know, due to the fact that the actress had passed away in her life. Um, and well, so off the cliff, she just like takes the blast, and then he's cradling her. Yeah, and like she's dead. Yeah, she like she like kind of vaporizes, but she also like kind of like um, she kind of like vaporizes over a cliff. So then they end up like looking over the cliff as yeah. like you, yeah. they don't see her or anything. But anyway, um, so then it cuts to Zach and Billy um, taking off their helmets, and then they they end up going to Trini's house to tell her daughter that she died, um, and then they in um, kind of indirectly end up telling her that her mom was a Power Ranger. And so then it cuts to like a year later. Um, Trini's daughter, Min, um, is living with Zach. Zach is his new guardian, which we're not going to get into the fact that some random dude that was friends with her mom is now her guardian, but that's okay. Well, apparently um, he, was, he was a congressman for like a full uh, term, yeah. please, so. Yeah, apparently. Uh, you know, Zach did really well for himself after that peace conference. And, um... Oh, uh, so yeah, so we got that, and then, um, uh, so yeah, so a year goes by, and they're gonna go, and they're gonna meet up with the rest of the guys, um, to Trini's grave for the one-year anniversary of her passing, um, and then, uh, Re Robo Rita shows up again, uh, with two recreated, um, bad guys, um, Scizor, um, or Scizor, Scizor, and, uh, Minotaur. Who, who, who um, are not people that we ever saw before, I don't think. Yeah, we have. Um, oh, Minotaur, yeah. yeah, Minotaur is actually, uh, he's actually been featured in a video game. Uh, the, at least, I think in, at, I think it was in at least the Sega one, and maybe also the Super NES one, but yeah, he, oh, was, okay. he was one I from season one. I used to play it all the time. Yeah, and then, um, and then Scizor, uh, or Scizor, whatever. Lizard. Um, it's it's Snake Lizard. Lizard. It's Nizzard. Thank you. Thank you. And um, he um, actually was voiced by uh, Brian Cranston. He was one of the villains, one of the monsters of the week that uh, Brian Cranston uh, voiced when he was doing all the voices for Power Rangers. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so they, they are, but they weren't like... They weren't really like legacy ones, which I thought was weird. That like I, I was hoping for a Scorpion or at least Gold yeah. or somebody. Yeah, I forgot who mentioned that, but somebody said that it would have been fun having like like a Robo uh, Scorpino or Goldar if they were going to bring somebody back. But that's all right. Um, anyway, so we got um, these guys, and so they're attacking the Rangers. And they're all morphed. Um, and then Zach ends up morphing into action. Um, and then uh, uh, Slizzard um, uses his, like, snake thing to uh, to freeze and to shrink uh, Tommy, Jason, and, and uh, Kimberly into, um, into, <laughs> into lightning collection action figures. Get one where you can, kids, from Hasbro. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, um, when we saw that Sarah rolled her eyes, she was just like, no, <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. And so uh, so Rita is collecting Power Rangers um, to power some sort of weapon. Um, and so Jace, uh, so Billy and Zach um, 
end up getting away with Min in the Radbug too, which is the only way to fly. Um, and so they get away with that. Um, and then uh, then they go back. Uh, Billy goes back to the command center. Uh, I think Zach goes with him too. And then um, they're trying to find out like where Rita is and stuff like that. And um, they start trying to come up with a game plan. Um, and so new Alpha 9, because apparently we've gone through a few Alphas, um, is well, no, in that the checked out because by the end of yeah. In Space, we were up to Alpha 7. Six. I thought we were up to seven at the end of In Space. Now, Alpha 6 was the one that was from uh, when the, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Turbo, I think Turbo was when Alpha Six came on. Yeah, Alpha and, Alpha Six was like the the one with the attitude. Yeah, the one right after the normal one. Yeah, because when Zordon left, um, when Zordon left, Alpha Five went with Zordon, and then Alpha Six came up as his replacement with that like weird lady that would be in the tube. Um, yeah, the, the and, yeah, and then um. So then that was Alpha 6, and then I don't think we had another Alpha after that. And then then it was, um, and then I think it was still Alpha 6 when um, when uh, Adam comes back in Once a Ranger and the Operation Overdrive uh, uh, reunion thing. Um, I think that Alpha is still Alpha 6, if I'm not I mistaken. I thought we had a 7 at that point. Well, then Alpha 8 becomes Robo Rita, so. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so that 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 happens a little later in a flashback, but basically what happened was uh Billy was trying to get Zordon back uh by reconstituting his energy and instead picked up Rita's energy instead uh broke the tube that he made as a makeshift tube for Zordon and Robo uh well Rita's bad energy took over Alpha 8 and created Robo Rita out of Alpha 8 which okay uh and uh so um i mean it, it makes sense in continuity why she's back but it doesn't make sense how alpha robot turned into a rita robot but that's okay well, um, i mean the, the energy uh, got possessed by the essence of rita i mean i'm fine with that yeah. i just i think because it was a machine they should have integrated it with the machine empire and they yeah. also brought back like Lord Zed and people. They only brought back Rita. Well, while they have brought back Lord Zed in other stuff. Uh, no, so I know, Lord but I mean, I'm saying the real the, Lord Zed, like that's the fake yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and just like they kind of brought back Goldar too, um, for the last uh, for the Beast Morphers uh, special where they brought uh, Jason back because um, Austin St. John came back. I think it was last season or the season before. Um, in a special. Oh, oh um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't point out Sarah wants it to be known that Rocky is wearing a girdle. <laughs> I mean, Rocky, they all look, for the most part, they look terrible. Cat looked great. Zach looked incredible. He looked like he had an age of the day. Um, I know. My, Rocky my, my looks like somebody's Italian grandfather, and David Yost <laughs> looks really 54. So the fact that they're like running and Sarah just kept saying, she's like, I know they're supposed to be teenagers with attitude, not geriatrics. <laughs> yeah, my my Sarah also pointed out that uh that Zach looked uh like a decade and a half younger than everybody else on the street. He, he looked great. Black don't crack, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh anyway, right. so yeah. Ugh. Yeah, ooh. 
there's a reason why she didn't come back as the Yellow Ranger. Um, I don't know how she got out of 1976 <laughs> Africa. No one's talking I, about it. Uh, I, I think we I think we try to forget that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. So. Um. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. So they call it the Bandora Protocol, which goes back to. Um. So when they took the Japanese footage from Super Sentai, uh, Rita Repulsa's character was Bandora, the space witch. Um. And so that's where they get the Bandora Protocol from. Where they alert everybody to come back, you know, that's that, a good call. That, that issue. Um, and so, um, so when they do that, Catherine shows up, um, and then she, you know, talks about how she was taking JJ, who is her and Tommy's son, um, to like karate camp or something. Um, and then uh, Rocky shows up, and he's in a firefighter outfit. Uh, so I'm assuming he's a firefighter. Um, Although uh, some some other reviewers were like trying to say that maybe he's a magic mic, I'm like, ah, oh, let's not go that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so they show up, and it's uh, so Alpha has uh, power coins for them, um, and the reason why they're able to use the power coins is because they've created a way for people to share the powers in the morphing grid. Which was not currently. Yeah, Billy, in- Billy basically overwrote the Morphin Masters yeah. and everything they've ever done, and yep. literally he's just Tony Stark. He's like, everybody has powers now. I don't care. I can do yep. it. And so, so, uh, so Rocky gets the the red uh, tra- tra- uh, T Rex coin. Right? Yeah. Tyrannosaurus. Thank you. And yep. um, and then Cat, who um, so. When when Catherine Sutherland was talking in the thing, she said she never had the pterodactyl coin, but I'm pretty sure in all of her morphing segments when she was the pink Mighty Morphin Power Ranger, the coins were all still the original dino ones, even though the original they coins were, but they they wouldn't say that they would say pink ranger yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. So so she always had that coin, but she never said pterodactyl so that was like a new thing for her she had never you know said pterodactyl she had never used the 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 zord the pterodactyl zord she had never used the the uh bow and arrow before which was something new for her um but she she was that pink ranger though before um anyway uh so we got that and then also um uh so we have them morphing and then they go to save Angel Grove from some putties. And then we also get a cut screen of uh, a lot of different other cities. Um, let me go into my notes because I did and mention. We had Mariner Bay, we had Reefside. Yeah. So Reefside is um, Reefside is from. Um, uh, Where Tommy and Cat live. Oh, uh, Dino Thunder. Yeah. Um, and that's like right outside of Angel Grove. Um, Great. I'm gonna have to look at my notes. Mariner Bay is, is also in uh, California, though. Yeah, yeah, and that that's also from one of them. Uh, so Turtle Cove was from Wild Force. Reefside is from Dino Thunder. Uh, they also mentioned the Astro Mega Ship, which was from In Space. Yeah. Um, they also mentioned Terra Nova, which was Lost Galaxy. Um, yeah. So those are in like this universe. So there are some other Power Ranger shows that are not in. 
the same universe as like the Angel Grove Rangers and stuff like that. But no, but they can all cross over now after Dimensions in Danger. Yeah. And so, um, so then also, um, when we get to get a shot of um, her in the in the Moon Palace, um, there's a a bunch of uh, lightning figures that have already been captured by uh, uh, Slizzard, and that is um, Zeo Yellow, um, the Yellow in Space Ranger, um, Ashley, uh, Black in Space Ranger, which is Carlos. Um, the red Dino Thunder uh, and the white Dino Thunder uh, Rangers, uh, red lost in space, blue lost in space, green lost in space. Um, or I think uh, sorry, they had West. I think they had. Um, um, they had uh, Blue Ranger and Red Ranger from I think it was Beast Morphers, um, and then they also had the Phantom Ranger who was from Turbo. Um, yeah. So they had a couple of those. Um, and then, uh, then we also get a shot of Adam and Aisha, who are currently on their way back from uh, I forget the name of the planet, but um, it's the it's where SPD um, gets its origin uh, gets its origins from, which is they are members of SPA, which is Space Patrol Alpha. SPD is Space Patrol Delta, so this is a predecessor right. to that. Um, and they talk about the Trubian Empire, which was the bad guys in SPD and stuff like that. And they talk about uh, the planet that that dog robot guy uh, was born on. Um, so we get a little bit of a crossover with that. Um, and then, like I said, you know, Kat talks about JJ in that little spot. Um, who, yeah, I was waiting for JJ who, to show up as like, you know joining the team with uh well, junior but that didn't happen I don't wanna, yeah i don't want to uh you did you read uh soul of the dragon i did not okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mention anything then because i don't want to spoil it for you um and then uh yeah so anyway so then um they um so they're morphed and they're going in there and they're trying to stop them. Uh, so then, and then Rocky ends up getting to do his kick that he got injured in on the in the Turbo movie um, yep. that that spun him out of the ring and then he ended up on the ground in pain and broke his back or whatever. Um, yep. He ended up being able to finish that kick when he's fighting some putties. So that was kind of funny. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so they go on. And basically, the moral of the story is is that they fight um, all the putties. Um, they are fighting Rita. Uh, Min gets into trouble. Uh, Zach uses his hip hop keto uh, when they go back to the youth center. Um, and then, uh, by the miracle of her uh, reconnecting with her mother through flashbacks in her eyes, uh, Min becomes the Yellow Ranger. Which, well, yeah, because uh, Min, Min is blasted and actually took the second launch to Sarah yeah. called it. Um, Rita's second death blast hits the morpher. But what mm-hmm. I'm saying was if these aren't like the real power coins and they're not connected to anything mystical, it's just science, there's no reason why she shouldn't have been able to morph at any time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's true. But um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was. I don't know. They don't really get into that on like how if it's connected to the morphing grid because he mentions the morphing grid so he basically says like he was able to hack the morphing grid and do anything he wants yeah so i don't know so we they don't get too much into the weeds of that because unfortunately the canon stuff 
is a little wonky on like how the powers and the morphing grid all work in the show. Yeah. The comic, the comics do a lot better of explaining that because they have the time and the energy and they're right. kind of in their own world where they can kind of show the morphing masters and this and that or whatever. But well, um, I mean, the, the, the concept was, of the morphing masters is cool. It's just there's no concise episode except for the stupid power eggs that really went into them until yeah. like you know you're in season 27 and then nobody knows what the fuck's happening so yeah and um so yeah so anyway um long story short is that uh they become a team uh they bring back the megazord the dino megazord um, i know i hated so, that one so we see that and it's like super cgi which is whatever um and then uh billy um ends up taking out uh rita uh, by you know stabbing her through the torso and then Dude, Zach... so when billy takes out robo rita and stabs her yeah the way that the thing impaled her and the look of the blade <laughs> i thought it was lord zed and i'm sitting there and i'm like kind of bored and i'm like this isn't that great and i'm like you know not really paying attention to see that i was like oh shit lord zed's back and then it's fucking <laughs> billy and i was like god damn billy, it billy billy with the power lance <laughs> and uh but yeah so yeah we have that and um yeah so uh then it ends up becoming that you know men kind of men's fences with billy because she kind of well, blamed so rita's rita's actual plan robo rita's plan was to capture oh. the action figure rangers the power and time machine so that she could go back to day of the dumpster and share her knowledge with her past self and they could go and kill all the power rangers before they start yeah, which and, they wanted to kill them in their sleep, which I thought was a little, which is a little dark for Power Rangers, but that's okay. Well, I mean, this was a darker evil Rita, like it was pure concentrated evil as a machine. Yeah. Um. So uh, then, you know, they they thwart her at the last minute. We get the opening scene of the, you know, after ten thousand years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth, and then they yep. destroy the machine, and the portal goes away. Yep, and then, uh, and then at the end of the show. Uh, we get a little bit of a, a remake of the uh, opening series uh, intro, which was also pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, with, the, with a, a shot of them in their prime, and then it jumps to them now, and oh my god, that Rocky comparison is just sad. <laughs> which, which, to be honest with you, um, which uh, some people I don't think have either mentioned it or noticed it, but um, but they did do that in season two when it was still Jason, Zach, and Trini. Um, they would show like the like the season one pose, and then they would do the season two pose. Yeah, then, I mean that was a, that was a spade yeah. ball. Yeah, and, you know so that, that saying, was like, more he of let himself uh, go. He didn't. He just got really oh, yeah. fucking old. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it has been like you know twenty five years, twenty six years. I, I mean, you know, some people age better than others. Again, look at Zach. He looks yeah, fucking crazy. exactly. Yeah. But um, yeah. So basically, that is the the synopsis of it. I didn't want to have to go through the whole thing because we would have done the whole hour and the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so basically, my thoughts on it are that it was it was all right. I mean, it could have been better, like writing wise. It could have been better, like canon wise. But other than that, I mean, it basically fed my nostalgia. It fed my want to see these guys all together i like the idea of um and this is this was also a part where zach um had never been on screen with uh rocky uh cat aisha or adam uh yeah. so this was a fun little thing where he was able to have screen time with all of them uh which was cool and then um 
uh, you know, it was it was like a fun little reunion for. I mean, obviously, it ended up being mostly like the the second and third season cast. Uh, but I mean, you did have Zach in there, which brought back the first season type of thing. And you know, you had little things that you know they never did before. Like Billy ended up being like the leader of the Megazord, which I thought was weird, but that's okay. Uh, well, kind of so goes that they always push Rocky back. When it started Trini was clearly the team leader. And then she dies, and then Zach has become the team leader, and Billy is still more in like the mentor role. And mm-hmm. Zach takes point on the combat mission, so Billy's like, Oh, I'm gonna drive the Megazord. I mean, he wasn't really like leading the Megazord until they all just showed up in it, yeah. but it was more like he was filling in. But, it, but it's also kind of funny that technically the Red Ranger is supposed to be the leader of the, of the group. But pretty much when Rocky becomes Rocky's the Red Ranger, never been the leader of anything. No, they they slowly push him to the back, and I hate Rocky as a character. Everybody, hate, everybody to... hates Rocky. The reason that Rocky worked was because Rocky and Adam would do like Wolverine and Colossus tag team shit, and yeah. people like that. But as yeah. characters, they suck. I know. Uh, honestly, Rocky does get better in Zeo just because there are uh, he's the yeah. Blue Ranger. Yeah. And, well, he can kind of like lay back and do his corny jokes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, as as the Red Ranger, he kind of sucked. Uh, but um, and then also, I'm not I'm not going to get into the whole thing about like Jason David Frank because um, I did talk about it in one of our holiday specials when it actually happened. Yeah. We recorded it on the day that he died. Uh, but I mean, he was him, Kevin Conroy. They both passed away like pretty much like a month. Um, yeah. um, that was kind of a hit to my childhood because both Batman the Animated Series and Power Rangers were big staples um, in my childhood. Uh, those were the things I watched all the time. Um, so, yeah, and Tommy, when Tommy came on, he pretty much became my favorite Ranger. Um, I got to meet him once. Um, actually, I met him twice, uh, but I got to like take a picture with him and have him sign stuff when I was a kid. Um, he came to uh, my karate studio for like a class, and um, afterwards he like took pictures with us and signed stuff. And then uh, I ended up seeing him again at uh, uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, he had like this late, uh, late uh, panel that only like a few people were at, so he kind of like came out and kind of like shook hands with people and kind of like waved at everybody and so it was a little more of an intimate thing than what it was going to be um but yeah he uh yeah so anyway he uh yeah he was uh pretty big and that was kind of that kind of sucked uh yeah i thought it was you know i mean obviously it makes sense because they're not going to come right out and be like oh well tommy's also dead but like just that they didn't address it with his character and he was just kind of like in the background with a non-speaking part and cat's like oh tommy's shrunken again i gotta fix him up and go get jj like that was weird that was fucking yeah and a lot a lot of people think that's weird too and i i didn't really necessarily have a problem per se with it mostly because I knew it was recorded before he died and all of that stuff. I mean, granted, maybe they could have done something in post-production or whatever, or they could have, like, changed a well, little bit of something. changed it so that, like, Tommy, yeah. like, ends up in the dark dimension or he goes after, like, Lord Zed or something off camera and, like, yeah. did something important and, you know, but now, I mean, uh, you know, because, like, Tommy was always, like, the face of all the other reunions. Yeah. But... but um... I think I think they mostly 
I think at the time they didn't. I, I think they were glad that Jason uh, turned it down because, um, because he was doing that White Dragon movie or whatever, and yeah. that was basically just a Power Rangers ripoff. Um, yeah. I don't think I don't think they were ultra uh, ultra souped about him doing that. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. Anyway. Um, that's kind of my thoughts. What about you? I, I you said that you weren't like too thrilled. I mean, about I, it, like I said, I was back and forth on it. It's it's way more a member berry requel of the parts of Power Rangers I didn't like. You know, yeah. when my people showed up, I was happy. Obviously, it sucks not having Tommy. Uh, I thought Zach was the best part. I actually liked Min as a character. I, I know you said you didn't really like her that much. Uh, I didn't find her overly preachy. I didn't find her like for modern audiences. She just felt like a regular actual 90s, early 2000s legacy throwback, which was cool. Um, there's a lot, a lot that they should have changed. They should have done an actual movie and not just a weird hour, almost hour long episode. Um, but I will say, you know, Sarah was like so enthralled. She wanted to go back and watch some of Mighty Morphin. And then we ended up watching the original movie. Uh, and then we both passed out. But we we're going out tonight. But at some point, I'm going to make her watch the Turbo movie. Because we have it. <laughs> and um, somebody actually put it up on YouTube. So, I mean, if you want a link to torture your Sarah, I'll send it to you. But um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it up there. But so, now she um, she's she's uh, actually said that she wants to watch it from the beginning. And uh, I I wasn't a fan of men. Not as much as my Sarah wasn't. Oh, my God. She was like every time she came on, she just went. Ah. <laughs> Like I mean, like, yeah, my Sarah wasn't the biggest fan of her, but she she didn't have like the aversion to her that I was waiting for. Um, <laughs> but I will I'll give you a funny Sarah story. My Sarah, you know, she's very, very emotive. And like when she gets into a story, she'll have like positive, negative emotions. I remember when we were watching Batman, the animated series and they had like the Tim Drake episode where I think, no, it was it was Robin's Reckoning. And it was the flashback to when young Dick Grayson's parents get killed. Like she's yeah. sitting there just going like. Oh, and I'm like, it's Robin. You know what happens. He's been a character for 90 years. Um, so she had never seen Green with Evil. And I'm, yeah. I'm building it up and I'm explaining. I was like, dude, when I watched this with my cousin, I was like, he cried. And she's like, well, why did he cry? I was like, I was like you're not going to believe this. Like, Tommy just goes into the command center and just starts pulling out wires and fucking shit up. And then they have the Megazord and he just like opens the back door and starts blowing shit up and punching them. And she's like, what are you yeah. talking about? And then it happened. And like she had her eyes got all big and she's just like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> and I was like, I prepared you for this. And she's like, yeah, but this is a kid's show. And I was like, this is why Tommy's the fucking man. Mm -hmm. Which is hilarious because like Super Sentai wasn't really like a kid's show per se in Japan. It was meant right. for like right. teenagers. Right. Like it was meant for like teenagers and young adults. I think well, even no, the I mean, in in ninety three, oh, what you could get away with on Fox Kids, like if you watched the early yeah. X Men, like oh yeah, you know, yeah. it it was a different barometer. I mean, kids shows now, especially when it went to Disney, like they never would have done any of that shit. Which uh, fun fact? So uh, Ron Wasserman is the uh, person who does the theme song and the music for Power Rangers. He also I was did the say, theme where the fuck is Aaron Waters? He also he also did the uh, the theme song for X Men the animated series, which yeah, I did not well, know. So Aaron Waters did like all the best memorable fucking Power Ranger songs, and there was like no music throughout. There was no hype music. There was no fight music. 
They didn't play the goddamn theme song until the end of the movie. And um, uh, which also I didn't realize until somebody pointed it out online that the X Men the animated series theme song is uh, very similar to a Whitney Houston song. Um, it was uh, giving you everything. Um, and then also I always knew that the Power Rangers theme song uh, was uh, basically stolen from uh, Van Halen uh, because like the, it's the beginning of Eruption where he's yeah. like, doing like that guitar solo. That's basically the Power Ranger theme song. Uh, so Ron yeah. Wasserman yeah. uh, basically rips uh, popular music for his theme songs, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, so I think I think that kind of puts a cap on it. I think we've kind of covered everything. Uh, I don't think we actually said the title. It's it's Power Ranger, oh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, once and always. Yes, which goes back to the uh, uh, once once a ranger, always a ranger. Always a ranger, right? So if you want to if you want to watch the reunion specials over the years, the first one, in my opinion, still the best one is Forever Red. Uh, mm -hmm. It was an episode of I believe Wild Force, Wild Storm. Yeah. Uh, wild Whatever force. came after Time Force. Um, then they did. Was Once a Ranger the next one? Uh yeah. Well, Once a Ranger, and then um, and then they did the big twenty fifth anniversary one is Dimensions in Danger, which is yep. uh, Super Ninja Steel Storm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ninja Steel, and then yeah. um, did have uh before that they did have um one in uh, Mega Force. Which was the twentieth anniversary one, where they had uh, Tommy back as the Green Ranger. Um, I think TJ came back as the Blue in Space Ranger and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that one's the one where like every single Power Ranger in existence came back, uh, and then they only had a few of them take off their helmets because only a few of them came back to take off their helmets. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was weird. And, yeah, and then. Um, because that was also based on like a version of Super Sentai too. Um, yeah, it was some, it was the legendary battle where like everybody shows yeah. up. Yep, and then uh, then the one that you're talking about, and then um, and then they did do one kind of a crossover thing last year, or the year before, where Jason came back. Uh, he came through some space portal, um, and so did the uh, basically it was all the Dino Rangers. So it was uh, Beast Morphers. Um, Jason and then like fake uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger guys behind him, and then uh, and then it was the uh, the other ones, Dino Charge or whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, so, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So those are pretty much like the main like crossovers, though. Yep. So yeah, I, I think that about covers it. I gotta get back, but fun. Yeah. All right, this was fun and. Uh, Hopefully we have some Power Ranger fans out there that enjoyed listening. And uh, thanks, Josh, for uh, for uh, doing this with me. Also, uh, fun fact, I also found out um, in some of the reviews that the uh, Federation and the Klingons in uh, in uh, Star Trek VI signed their peace accord in the command center building. There you go. There you go. All right. So uh, thank you for listening, and uh, see you. See you.